Behold, RPGs and Baby Makes 3. RPGs and Baby Makes 3, Reimagined. Just checking the weather, because that's what I like doing. You do like to check the weather. You're kind of a weather person. Yeah, but then I promptly forget it, so. You do forget the weather frequently as well. <laughs> you are a weather researcher and a weather forgetter. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. Weather forgetter. Yeah, but I find it very important in the moment, so. It sounds like it should be some sort of like, I don't know, character in some sort of whimsical tale or the weather forgetter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rob, and that's Gretchen. Hi. RPGs and Baby Makes 3 Reimagines. So we had the neighborhood meeting this week. Yeah. And we were in, you know, beginning of the meeting, we were talking about how we are restarting meetings, and I actually put my hands up to do the reimagine thing. <laughs> and then I realized no one else knew what I was doing, so I was just this goofball in front of all these people going, reimagine. Did you really? <laughs> I did, yeah. Awesome! I love that. That's so great. So, you know, there's like 30 people being like, what the hell is she doing? They're probably not even, they're probably thinking, is the money missing something? Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Um, we have had a hell of a week that we were kind of joking about that before we started the podcast. Yeah. So, that meeting, but that wasn't really, the, really there was no, I mean that was work I guess, you know, we had to do that, but that wasn't really problematic. It's really pretty much that it was all downhill from there. Yeah. I think I actually week. got into a little bit of trouble for keeping the time to one hour. People were pissed. I think there was some upset about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> but I also reinforced the the opinion of one-hour meetings. Yeah. Because all of you parents, anybody out there who's listening who has to deal with meetings, you know that longer meetings do not mean more gets done. Longer meetings no. mean longer meetings. No. And I think for a neighborhood, there's a lot of stuff that comes up that's important, but a lot of it is personal tales. And... While at heart I do care about what people are going through and I want to know about it, what we can do to help, there's a part of me that's like, I, I got, I got, I just had a really long work day and I really just want to go home and, and how does can that, we talk about this later. Right. And how is that neighborhood business? And I think one of the things is like, you want to have it just as long as it takes to go through the information in a concise and useful way. That's not... It is a neighborhood bonding thing. I think people, you, you do bond with your neighbors at those meetings to a certain extent. But we do lots of other activities that are really about bonding. Yeah. That's about getting information out to people. Yeah. You know, that's what it's there for. The police show up. And the fire department shows up. And, like, and they're code not... Code compliance. You don't want to have them sitting there for 45 minutes waiting to make their presentation. Like, yeah, that's like, one of the things I always thought about. I, I kind of feel like we don't need to go over everybody's 311. So, 311 is the information line you call here to put a complaint or request for services in. And... There were several people who basically wanted to put their 311 request for services in during the meeting which doesn't really work that way um mm -hmm. and so 
Right. You know, I learned a lot about various neighbors. <laughs> uh, so what you what you're really saying though, not to get too deep into this, is that you have been playing the neighborhood activist RPG live action role playing for many years now. <laughs> for many like five years, years or more. And yes. you know, like we get a lot done, but we also roll a lot of ones when it comes to the city, <laughs> and that's because they're throwing their dice, they're cheating. Yeah, Every damn time. you're fighting against, you know, the, the dirty, way overpowered, GM. yeah, yeah, like totally broken characters. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, uh, we're rolling 20, 20 sided dice. Like, like they're just cheating. Every every side is twenty. Well, no, it's like it's like they have a twenty, and you have a d six. <laughs> it's not impossible to win. In those in that in a roll off situation like mm. that, but the chances are very slim. I think it's more like you delay. No, they delay. They delay until Yeah. They delay yeah, and they right. delay yeah. and they delay and then if they lose, just... they appeal and they continue to go on. You know what? We're getting we're getting into the weeds. Let's it. let's move on. We want this is for our enjoyment. And, uh, yeah, but you're going to ask, have we done any role-playing this week? And yes, I role-played the co-chair of the Neighborhood Association. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that happened. Then lots of other horrible crap happened all yeah, week. so let's see. Um, Lincoln and I both got strep throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My body hurt more than I have felt it hurt in, I don't even, like, in memory. I don't remember ever hurting that much. Not even when you gave birth. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm wow. pretty sure the cramping in my uterus, like I could feel my IUD in there. Like it just everything hurt. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I knew you were in pain, but you know when the problem is with any of that stuff is like when one of us is sick here, and the other one isn't. It's just that other person. <laughs> it's double time. Yeah, that other person just does tasks from morning until night. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like. I couldn't, I mean, I cared for you. I made you tea and stuff like that, but there wasn't like. soup and it was delicious. But I couldn't like. And you brought me this beautiful crusty looking bread, but I couldn't eat it because I knew it would hurt my throat. Oh, God. So Lincoln ate it for me. Yeah. (laughs) That olive and salt bread from Whole Foods. Oh, God. It is so delicious. So good. So good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and And then. then, Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, um, having our child like. You know, repeatedly bite his best friend this week. That was great. <laughs> oh, oh, oh And now the cats fighting. are fighting. And no, the... no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's another thing that happened this week. Our cat broke his tail, and we had to take him in. And we didn't realize he broke his tail. He's very old and has liver, kidney, and kidney issues. Rabbit is his name, um, and so he's very old, and, and we're aware that he is coming near the end of his life, and so he broke his tail, but we didn't know he broke his tail. He was just acting we like was he just was act- on the verge of yeah. death. We just it thought was he was terrifying. about to die. So we were just, like, basically, like, freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but good news, bad news, he he's not going to die, but bad news is he's, his tail is broken. It takes four to six weeks to heal, and they yep. can't really do anything. Nope. So he just... But it is the third time he will have a broken tail because he has definitely broken it two times before we Oh, yeah, we got he has him. a really janky but awesome tail because I like the jankiness. I like the, the weird little wonky tip. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, <laughs> that's so Aww, sweet. we love I you, Rab Rab. So um, what else? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was just going to say, like, you know, 
Oh, pink eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I have pink eye. So that's awesome. <laughs> In both eyes, by the way. Yeah, so, you're, you're gearing up for eye number two there. That's yeah, so amazing. basically I had to wear sunglasses inside and be a total a-hole like all all day today whenever I went out around, which yep. was cool. Yeah. Also ran into um, an old friend who we have a strange relationship with at the burger joint. Yeah, it makes me sad. A little bit sad. A little bit sad. Uh, you know how it is. All of you out there know, and I won't get into this, but this is, it was, we ran into a couple that we used to be pretty good friends with, and, you know. And whom I still care about very much. Yeah, who still care about, but for a number of reasons, um, a big so reason one is, uh, you know, I had, I was critical of. Your big mouth? My big mouth, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I spoke my truth. <laughs> In an article so, about a board one of them was serving on. Yeah. And a decision that was made. So yeah. it wasn't anything personal. No, it wasn't a tacky or anything. But, it, I mean, I understand why she would be hurt by it. But it's still, um, you know how it is, though. It's some people you are friends with for a long time. And sometimes you have... Sort of minor falling outs, but we were polite to each other just mm. now. It wasn't. But hey, uh, bright sighting this week. Lincoln earned his red stripe on his white belt this week. That's right. He got his first stripe. Yeah. Well, what are we telling people? Yeah, okay. You know what? You know what? It's been a week. It's been a week. Let's put it behind us. Man, it has been a week. Period. Why don't we put this dot, behind dot, dot. us by rolling for initiative? I feel like this should be our therapy session. Maybe we should. Everybody's just waiting for the dice. Why don't we just now. set eighty dollars outside for someone to pick up <laughs> their feed session? Well, okay. more people have been listening lately, so I don't want to put our address out there. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for all of that, by the way. If you, there's been a lot more people listening, which has been great. So uh, like and subscribe and and keep on listening. We really do appreciate it. But yeah, let's roll for initiative. So actually, kind of a. Some gaming stuff happened. You mean other than my neighborhood association co-chair role? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Other than neighborhood co-chair. Uh, yeah. So neighborhood yeah. association co-chair so of the RPG. We went to the VFW. What what is it? Officially they call called? it a D Dungeons and Dragons game, but they actually play. They'll play. There's other games that go there, but the VFW monthly role-playing event. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I got to roll a d20 for a random shot. Yeah, alcoholic shot. Yes, it was um, creme de menthe and rum. I am not a fan of mint, but I rolled with it. Ayo! Nice. <laughs> and Chris Scrand, uh, who is one of the organizers, was the, is the bartender there. So she's like, you know, elf ears on. Oh, her makeup and, was adorable. You know, she's oh my cool. gosh, and her she's hair was really great cool. too. I, I just very cute um and then the table playing yeah we played with cat valentine everyone else came unprepared too which was really nice because well, we were unprepared. but no so there was one table that was totally full of people who seemed that they all knew what they were gonna play and they all they were already to play playing it. yeah they were into it too they were in the midst we we got there a little late but it wasn't that late it was like it was a th the event goes from three to eight, so like you're not gonna role play for it's not a five hour session. It's like a three hour session. Rolled in at like quarter to four. I think. Yeah, and 
not like there was we had to, the babysitter locked herself out we had to go, <laughs> had let to go her back, back in. <laughs> and let her in yeah but uh cat valentine ghost table guild uh ran the game for us and she was she's awesome hilarious just coming around the table and talking in that one character's voice and everything like that her she energy was so good is, is wonderful i don't know <laughs> she did a great job and it was a nice <laughs> little you know like one shot scenario you know ghosts in the basement sort of situation yeah and you could tell we were doing dumb things and making mistakes and you, i just really liked the way that cat would pause for a minute and then go you know well okay okay we're gonna do okay. that okay all right <laughs> well because it was funny because i think that and it was ronald was the name of the yes. other guy mm -hmm. um the it was funny because the four of us it was just the four of us and then there was an onlooker somebody who wasn't playing but she was watching very helpful along. thank you for lending me your uh you know battery do you recall pack. what her name was we no, give a shout out. no that was um, weeks ago uh, no it was days ago it was literally days it ago but days we ago. talked about all of the things that happened in between yeah. this game and that yeah so you know i think people this understand. podcast and that game um but yeah like cat ran this game and i think like it like ronald forgot he was gonna run um was it it wasn't transformers, transformers the rpg joe thing uh sailor Moon power rangers, power rangers. yeah that so i guess like the the gi joe rpg the transformers rpg and the power rangers rpg all run on the same system and are technically considered to be in the same world oh. or the same universe oh and so he has the three rpgs and then there's a supplemental book that puts them all together somehow so you can have all of those okay. together but he had he was gonna run i think transformers but he had forgotten some stuff like so he was missing stuff cat didn't have her binder she left it behind and so and everybody was kind of running late and so cat just ran this game and i i think i thought that she did a really nice job on it but i also think she recognized that all of us were a bit out of sorts and we just wanted to blow off steam yeah because it ended up being just a really fun laid back like we were laughing a lot at one point the ghost <laughs> starts choking when you want to tell the story the ghost choking your character oh yeah so first of all i couldn't come up with a character name so i named my character Beboop because that's all i could come up with <laughs> um i don't know it's kind of so yeah um the ghosts start choking my character um and she makes a, a noise that she likes it and then yeah the ghost like got a sexually gratified and noise. the ghost got uncomfortable and stopped <laughs> so that's how she got out of the ghost's grasp and, and cat rolled with it gets murdered to, with choking so that was you know yeah funny. yeah it was a, but it was a good game because it was funny you know and i think like that's nice when you can pretty sure we had some moments where we were laughing so hard we had tears my face hurt i had a headache <laughs> when we left because of laughing so hard at that game because my face had been maybe that's so... why i had a headache too which oh, could have also been all of the salt and that yummy food that we or it ate could have been the shot could have been that yeah but i didn't drink so that's not my excuse nope but uh yeah that was that was fun um and then uh you know i did temple of elemental evil which you can find on our youtube channel which you might be listening to right now but on our youtube channel is the that was our actually our 15th game but technically session 13 and uh that was last night actually at the time of this recording yeah. was that last night that was last yeah, night, was last oh, night. 
long ago and far away. Uh, But to go back to Sunday, it was the first time I'd used the D&D online thing. D&D Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's people have a lot of issues. I don't know what those issues are for the most part. But I really, really liked clicking on something and it rolled for me and did all of the math. It was nice. You did. I'm not a math person. I get I get overwhelmed by all the numbers, and then once I start getting worked up, it's just all downhill from there. Well, so since we were playing a fifth edition game, I think the one thing that was really beautiful about that is that we were making fifth level characters and we were able to use D&D Beyond and make those fifth level characters in five minutes. And I think that was what was really great. And I even played No, it took way longer than that. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Because there were so many problems with the website, it took like 10, minutes. So you love D&D Beyond's functionality once we were logged in. Once we were logged in. But my God, I mean, it took Ronald basically holding my hand. He actually had to take my phone. (laughs) You know that's bad. Yeah. And I think you somehow bumbled into it. I don't know. It it was there was something weird about it. I don't remember exactly how I got to got around to it. But then it, the funny thing is, is that Ronald had invited us to be part of one of his campaigns so we could have access to all of the books. And somehow I didn't end up joining the game. I signed in and I made a character, but I didn't make it in his campaign, so I didn't have access to all the books. I just used the player's handbook. But who cares? I mean, we're playing a one-shot. I was like, I just want to make a character really fast. I played yeah. a bard. Yeah, you played a stoner. Yeah, I played a stoner bard. That really <laughs> fun. In uh, one-shots, I like... Yeah, so I played like, you know, it's like, dude, bro, this is like really like not chill. Why do we have to attack everything? Like, and I was doing this kind of thing the whole time. I love kind of doing that fish out of... Like the um, like mod, contemporary characters in medieval or fantasy settings or out of their ordinary setting for one shots Mm -hmm. i think it's super it would be super annoying for a campaign but for a one shot i thought it was really fun to do that it was it was pretty entertaining uh but yeah we so we we i loved being able to make the character though once we had it once we finally got and we were all low intelligence we all had like every one of of us yeah well it's only three characters but yeah we yeah, all had still we were all dum-dums we all like did but our we dumb were stat strangely at, wise all of us were super <laughs> wise <laughs> very weird i don't know that was a lot of fun that and... was that was and um and yeah and so uh and then temple of elemental evil um been running that that's been great and then uh been playing in chris's krakenheim game yeah and I do want to talk about that a little bit tonight because I have a topic for us. So do. should we get to our main topic here? Where we have a short amount of time, so we're going to get through this really quickly. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get to our Can main... Can you be abbreviated? Let's see what happens. Well, I think we've had enough talk. It's time for the main event. All right, so I came across this article at CBR.com. Here's the headline. It says, Dungeons & Dragons DM harassed by players for ending two-year-long campaign. A DM for a beloved tabletop RPG Dungeons & Dragons faces harassment from their own players after trying to end the group's two-year-long campaign. So, this was a... I I come across these articles every now and then, and they're sort of based on RPG threads that happen 
have happened recently on like Reddit. Conversations about RPGs that have happened on Reddit. I actually don't really go on Reddit, but I I come across these stories and I do. It's a poop show. And essentially, this person put together a um, a game like two years ago. They had never run before, and got like personal friends of them to play in this game, and but didn't know how to play. Never had run before, so they. They put together this game and they wanted to end it. So this is this is the what they write. This is the user, and we can kind of discuss this a little. The the user is Perger forty three eighty two. If that means anything to anybody, every time I remind them that we're coming up on the end, they literally yell at me in a way that's honestly really demoralizing. The DM's post reads. They tell me to retcon the mistakes, just teleport them somewhere else, etc. And one of my closer friends tells me, told me that if I end the story, he's just done playing. These guys are all in real life friends of mine. We hang out all the time, but this has made our friendship kind of strained. So one of the things that that the DM was saying, and one of the reasons he was giving to the players, is because like that was the first time he'd ever run a D&D game. And so, like, didn't understand world building and, like, characters have, like, are way out of whack in terms of their relative power levels to each other and stuff like that because didn't know anything about how to balance it and stuff. But that got, this guy all got me thinking because, well, first of all, what's your reaction to that? I can understand being attached to a character, but also it's just a game. Don't ruin a friendship over a game. We've seen what a game can do to a friendship, and we permanently lost out on that friendship. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. It's just a game, and we've talked about that. So, I guess I'm going to... Um, DMing is hard. It looks and, hard. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. And people like Matt Mercer are not the norm. Most DMs and GMs and DMs are not going to be that amazing. I think GMs need to be praised. (laughs) (laughs) Need to be, need to be accepted and understood and like i hear this you know i I see this happening you know this this description of what's happening with this um with this dm and man i'm just like you ungrateful (laughs) a-holes i mean that's really what i'm thinking yeah i mean two years of setting up games did it say how often they played no but there were 16th level characters oh my god so like at least frequently enough, like, I, from what I understand, like, I, I know, like, Pathfinder, for example, it's sort of designed, or I think in contemporary gaming, um, fantasy games like Pathfinder and d I think most of them are, like, I know Pathfinder Society, for example, three adventures, you gain a level. Three, three one-offs. So, like, let's say they gain a, a level every third session. I mean, that's still, what, 60? No. I don't know. My my eyes your not eyes working. Your eyes making your math yeah, bad. Ma- making um, my math bad. But, but plenty. no matter what, it's it's. I've seen what you when you first began. You would spend hours every week 
mm-hmm. setting it up. It would make me so angry because I was like, where the hell is my husband? I want some time with him and he's just writing his freaking notebook. And then you started doing like little, little, little cheaty things like uh, what's the, the DM book to make it easy. We used to talk about it all the time. Oh yeah, um, lazy, dungeon uh, lazy, master. D- lazy dungeon master. Yeah. And then we found you know certain decks that'll help you pull bad guys or scenarios and things like that that still keep the game going and fun and fresh and unique, but more unique actually. If you're being, if I'm being honest, open being open to improv in a game but makes it better. But yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and. I think burnout is a very real thing. I've seen you get burnt out. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, the solution is simple. The DM doesn't really want to run it anymore. The DM is a player in that game as well. And if everybody is not enjoying themselves, then you're not doing it right. Yeah. That's the way, that's all there is to it. Something needs to change. And, I mean, I think one counter you know if the dm wants to start running something new embrace it to the opportunity to try something new and then maybe broach it to say hey you know what we're really attached to these characters i know you want to break can we maybe consider doing like a short adventure with them again at some point in the future when you feel comfortable you know no pressure but like whenever you feel comfortable you think and that's like a totally normal that'd be like a perfectly normal compromise you know something along those lines we pick up and drop games quite a bit because mm-hmm. schedules get weird, interests change. It's just the way it is. I don't know. You Like all things in life, you need to be fluid. You need to be able to go with the changes, you know, go with the flow, um, and just realize that, you know, you got to adapt. You got to move. Mm-hmm. If you're playing in a group, everybody's going to have different things going on. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, it's also, it's also, you know, like, you gotta, like, work with the DM. Like, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Any Anybody that runs games out there has strengths and weaknesses. Like, I, I noticed, I, okay, so for example, I was running Temple of Elemental Evil uh, yesterday. And the plan was to, they had to have a meeting with this wizard to get a reward. Was it Mr.? Mr. Yeah. Mr. What? Mr. Mister? Mr. Wizard. Mr. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it was not Mr. Wizard. It was Burn the Wizard, actually. And, uh, you missed out on an opportunity there, Rob. I know. I'm, I was never really a Mr. Wizard fan so much. Were you a Mr. Wizard guy, uh, lady? I must Girl. have been because I remember some of it, but I really don't remember it. I vaguely remember it, too. Um, so... They have to go get this reward, right? We've had, like, all of the lead-up to it. They already know what they're going to choose. Okay? That's it. And then, after that, they're going to go back to the moat house and go continue on the adventure. The game begins, and I'm like, well, I don't want to just... The the previous session had only been two of the players had been there, so we played this little side quest. Mm -hmm. And so it's like... I wanted to just get a little bit of role playing. Everybody gets back together at the tavern and they start to talk about what well, what happened, you know, like what do we do? Right. That takes so that ended up taking forever, right? Like it was all this whole thing and I'm describing like the smells and all the stuff, right? 
and then they go to meet with the wizard and I'm like describing all this stuff that's happening and there's got like you know I set the scene I do all this stuff and I after it was all over I realized by the time we were done we were halfway through the session the three hour session it's been an hour and a half getting back together at the tavern just and meeting with Burn, and I realize that I have a strength and like one of my weakness one of my strengths is that I'm I have a flair for description but one of my weaknesses is sometimes you just got to move it along and got I got stuck I got really you got you got stuck (laughs) talking at length about something like this right now (laughs) (laughs) I'm so surprised (laughs) <laughs> but the point is, is the players, like I could see, you know, they still stayed engaged. And that's what, and I give them credit for that because I understand that as a weakness of mine. But they didn't judge me for it. They're like, at the end of the session, oh, great session, that was a lot of fun and blah, 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 you know? Like, when you're playing with the, understand they're they're human being and they're doing the best they can. And they're there entertaining you. Like, but they're not for free yeah they're not all we're not all matt mercer and we're not all like you know hollywood script writers or like comedy writers or whatever like we're doing our best just to get things yeah Yeah. well usually for free i mean we don't we're not talking about paid for gms but i'd have expectations from a paid gm that i would not have with a a free one yeah we were gonna yeah maybe maybe do that um anyway i just thought i'd bring that up kind of like player etiquette i guess you might say that doesn't mean you have to stick around if you don't like a game but understand you know like the dm is doing the best that they can so if there's an issue approach them with kindness and love and understanding that hey like they're doing something difficult and it is to bring you some certain level of joy and entertainment i think you're good at it too you're very entertaining i'm i think i'm decent yeah i think i'm good at it you know, I think I'm. I have a really good way of balancing. You amuse me. Yeah. Plus, I kind of keep the rules moving. Usually, you know, I don't yeah. get stuck in it, and I think that's a big thing. Yeah, people might get mad at you if you stop things at a certain time. I stopped the game at ten. You know, but I stopped our meeting. I know. At seven thirty. Because you. Because. I was a good timekeeper. <laughs> I wanted to go home. I know. I know. Well, anyway. Anyway. Let's move on. Shall we? <sighs> yeah, whatever. You're just... But cal- can you can you take it down a notch, please? Can you calm down <laughs> a little bit? <laughs> it's been a long week, as we've described. So let's, let's get to our end sessions. See? I can't even speak it. Let's get to our end section, shall we? Dot, dot, dot. Now say that five times fast. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Time to put the boogeyman to bed. Well, we normally talk about books, but I think we're kind of in a hurry. Well, yeah. We're trying to keep our kid on a sleep schedule. Yeah. We have to go pick up. And the last two books I read were just terrible. I have been reading the Ghost of Saltmarsh module because that is what I'm going to run for the new group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did read, did I, had I, I think I might have finished Junior Brave's Guidebook to the Apocalypse before. You've been reading a lot of I fixed, horrible books I finished lately. that, yeah. I read Rebel Crown. 
which is a Forge in the Dark game. That was good. A lot of RPG stuff. Can I really like that, that game. Can you still put that on your Goodreads? Does that show yeah. up on Goodreads? Uh-huh. Okay, nice. <laughs> I, I liked that I like that game, but I don't think you do. If you recall, that's the one where somebody plays the claimant and everybody else plays, like, their closest advisors, like a scoundrel or a, or a yeah, knight it does not or whatever. To me. And you try to retake the kingdom for your name because it gets, you get, like, it, it's usurped from nope. you by your uncle. No. Nope. So, yeah, but it's it's actually, yeah, I think it's pretty nope. cool. It's, it's, I think it's pretty cool. The only thing I would... The only thing I would be critical of it while I was reading it was that I had also read the Blades in the Dark core book, and I felt like if I didn't already know how to play Blades in the Dark, it wouldn't be impossible to pick up just from reading that Rebel Crown book, but it would be hard. I don't feel like it was really truly fleshed out if you don't already know how to play Blades in the Dark to play this sort of you know, Forge in the Dark sort of similar kind of game system. And that was my, that'd be my only criticism. But I did know, I do know how to play Blades in the Dark, so it was good. You know, you come know on. You still have glitter on you. Yeah, I'm sure I do. Yeah. Yeah, so that was another thing. Uh, and then Lincoln and I were playing. You just and... looked over at me and I just see your forehead sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of laundry today and it was coming out of the laundry. Yeah, when you let your kid play with glitter, guess what happens? This is why I don't keep glitter in the house. No, and I didn't even really give him, I think I'll give him access to that much, but man, a little bit goes a long a way. A long way. And you know what? When he runs out of that glitter, that's it. That came in a kit. I'm not getting that kit again. Mm-hmm. No more glitter. This is a no glitter household. I've also been reading the collected works of Conan. Oh, yeah, yeah. By Robert E. Howard. And Ooh. our friend Dom is going to run some Conan. Yeah. Who we ran into at Costco. We ran into Co- at Costco. Yeah. Uh, Dom, who plays Tuktrin in the Temple of Amon to Evil game, is going to run some Conan. And I'm going to try to get him to stream it. I-, I think he'll be a good... He'll be a good um, GM. I don't know what they call it in Conan. What is it? Uh, Fight master. Pit master. <laughs> uh, let's get out of here, dude. I think yeah. we're done. We're done. And, and we have a bird. You uh, hear this bird? What is it? Let's identify it. Carolina Wren. We just did a live bird ID for the first time. You know what's funny is I thought it was Carolina Wren, but I got nervous. Look, can you was... replay it on here so everybody can hear? Yeah, okay. Carolina Wren. There you go. That was that was cool. I mean it's still going on. I don't need to replay I, it. I know. But maybe they can't hear it. We could be talking about something that none of them can hear. Yeah, but in post you can crank that up. In post? I mean that's what everybody tells me and I make it happen. Yeah, but you get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. You guys, you all yeah, out there listening, got to pay me time. with some likes or something this time. Because <laughs> apparently I have to do some stuff in post. And maybe I already did <laughs> by the time you're listening to this. Well, let's get out of here, Gretch. Yeah. All right, everybody. All sorry for, for rambling. No, I'm not sorry. They chose to listen this far. I know. If you made and it this far, oh, my God. If you made it this far, may your next 
dice roll be a critical hit. Take care, y'all. <laughs>